Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our exciting story of Job. We're in the intrigue part. We're still in chapter 2, looking at verses 7 through 10 in the New King James Version. It reads, So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and struck Job with painful boils from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. And he took for himself a pot shard with which to scrape himself while he sat in the midst of the ashes. Then his wife said to him, Do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. But he said to her, You speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God? And shall we we not accept adversity? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. Again, this is Job chapter 2, verses 7 through 10 in the New King James Version, which titles uh, verses 1 through 10, Satan Attacks Job's Health. And the commentary titles chapter 2, Job's Health is Destroyed. I'll be back with insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thank you for listening to my daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Please listen, subscribe, and follow. Also, leave a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and my new favorite, Good Pods, and many other listening platforms. Also, please follow me on Twitter and Facebook. Again, we're looking at Job chapter 2, verses 7 through 10 in the New King James Version, which looks at Job suffers affliction and he still shows integrity. And in my Batman narrator voice, the devil, having got leave to tear and worry poor Job, went to work as a tormentor first and then as a tempter. (laughs) And back to the story, Satan wanted this child of God to be tormented with an affliction and then tempted to make bad use of his affliction. And there have been times in our own lives when things have just seemed like, oh my God, are you there? Uh, why am I going through this? And we just kind of feel like um, like God has forsaken us. You know, <laughs> I've been there. But we don't curse God. We may think it, but we don't say anything that, you know, that's like, God, I don't believe you exist. We may wonder, God, where are you? But we don't curse God. So Satan wanted to make Job curse God. And he gave him the provocation and the temptation to curse God. Satan managed with all the subtlety of that old serpent that he is by playing the same game against Job that he played against our first parents, Adam and Eve aiming to seduce him from his allegiance to his God and to rob him of his integrity. Uh, Job is now probably an outcast because, you know, in the, uh, the Old Testament, there were protocols about illness. 
So if he has an illness that everyone can see because he has boils from the top of his head to the sole of his feet, he probably was in a a, a place like a, a leper's colony where, you know, he's unclean. So it says that he probably was an outcast. And then one commentary said that he should have been at home if, you know, he still had anything left after the, you know, the losing everything. And you have to think about it. His wife wasn't taking care of his wounds. She wasn't bathing them and putting them in oil or whatever they did, you know, to help the body heal. He was on a trash heap outside the city, scratching those boils uh, with broken pottery. And then his wife suggests that it might have been in jest, you know, out of fun and maybe out of concern that, Job, why don't you just curse God and die? And this may reflect her desire to see her husband's misery end. So that was concern. She instructs Job to curse God, perhaps thinking it will lead, lead God to kill Job and end his misery. Since and then it could have been, you know, out of um, sarcastic, she could have been sarcastic, like she's saying, Well, since you praised God before and He didn't reward you with blessings but with physical suffering, why don't you just curse Him and die? So she was thinking that maybe this time, uh, you know, if you curse, if you bless God, He'll just kill you. So we don't know if she was saying this in jest or out of concern. Job does not call his wife a fool. Rather, he says her advice is foolish. And Matthew Henry says, If any wise or good person at any time speak that which is foolish and bad, we ought to correct them and show them the evil of what they say. And he said that Christ even had to tell Peter, Thou art an offense to me. So if someone is giving you bad advice, ungodly advice, advice that goes against everything you believe in. And t- like this, uh, this one commentary was saying, Matthew Henry was saying, the wife was saying, why don't you commit uh, suicide? Just curse God and commit suicide. And if you know that's something you don't believe in, you need to tell that person, you are an offense to me. Leave me alone. Get out of my presence. We need the Lord to deliver us from the evil one. Job bravely resists and overcome the temptation. And adversity, the way it's used in the passage, refers to suffering or disaster. He says we're going to take just good and not adversity. Um, Job did not sin with his lips in the brief speech that he gave to his wife. Instead, he again recognizes that God has the power to give. He has the power to take away. He recognizes God's sovereignty. And through all his pain, though he was in pain with the sores and all that he lost, so he was in pain, uh, physical pain from the sores, emotional pain from his loss, he still did not curse God in all of his suffering. He still looked at his creator that, you know, it's his creator is free to give and he's free to take away. And although Job didn't understand what was going on. His view of suffering was like, okay, God, this is part of your plan for my life. If he did think any evil, he probably put his hand to his mouth to not let it come out. And he stifled that evil thought and let it go no further. 
And that's how we are when uh, things happen that we just don't understand. And we're in the place where we're frustrated and want to lash out and want to, you know, cry, God, where are you? Why is this happening? We don't let those words come out of our mouth at all. There's nothing that we, we may think it, we may feel it, even though God knows what's in our hearts anyway. But we're not going to put that, speak that into the atmosphere. We're not going to let Satan have that to use against us. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again as we go through the book of Job. Bless us to help us understand your word. Bless us to help us apply your word. God, thank you that even in adversity, we know that you give, you take away, but we still bless your name. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.